Welcome to the Live Loyalty Podcast from Liquid Barcodes, the only podcast in the world dedicated to sharing the latest ideas in loyalty marketing in convenience retail. This podcast is a collection of case studies featuring a combination of insightful articles with senior industry leaders from around the world, as well as a series of articles called Everything You Need to Know, all of which showcase the most exciting loyalty ideas and campaigns from the best global brands. Our hope is that this podcast helps you to continue to learn by listening to global best practice in our industry and becomes a weekly highlight you can listen to from our business to yours. And now, here is this week's live loyalty article from Liquid Barcodes. This article is entitled China's Extraordinary Super Apps. If you are curious why super apps in China are critical to understand, this article will explain how the digital development of the Chinese economy is driving extraordinary commercial value and customer engagement, and not just in their home country, but also quietly and confidently emerging as a key player in the mobile payments industry in retail worldwide. The last decade of digital development has truly transformed the lives of Chinese people, with the two leading super apps, WeChat and Weibo, being used by over a billion and 500 million people respectively every day. And what began as messaging and microblogging sites have separately evolved to become entire ecosystems that Chinese people engage with now for every aspect of their daily lives. We chatted to Matthew Brennan, Managing Director of China Channel and author of the upcoming book, The Story of WeChat, China's Super App, to get a better understanding how these super apps are being used by brands and consumers to connect across the entire ecosystem of retail, particularly from a digital loyalty marketing perspective. We learned that super apps are super simple. While our favorite apps for messaging, payments, social media and e-commerce have unfolded in the Western world as separate specialist companies, the key difference in China is that these two platforms each offer a single underlying platform that supports the entire range of services in one ecosystem. Both platforms are trusted entry points that allow brands and consumers to connect effortlessly with single-click options to transfer data and payments, eliminating so many of the frustrations that we experience. From simple services such as effortlessly ordering a coffee delivery, chatting with their friends and families on the messaging and social media feeds, as well as instant access to the latest product launches and exclusive offers from their favourite brands, Customers in China are continuously connecting to an entirely personalized and dynamic world of content and the people and things that matter to them, all on one simple, centralized and trusted platform. With every step of every transaction, including instant customer support, just one click away, it's no wonder that user growth and daily engagement rates for super apps continues to explode. Building Brand Loyalty in China Brennan explained how brands are focused on these digital ecosystems so that they can access their membership base, yet they also need a way to build a direct connection with their customers. 
Tencent and Alibaba effectively own and control the core customer relationship as the parent companies who own these super apps, each operating as a walled garden that limits brand access to sensitive customer data and prevents unsolicited or excessive communications. Brand communications on these super apps is typically limited to four times per brand per month. And the platforms also validate which brand profiles are authentic, another great measure that protects consumers and increases their overall trust. In early 2017, Tencent launched an exciting concept called Mini Programs, which essentially offers users extended features and functionality from each brand, with the same benefits of using a separate app, but instead simply embedded in the super app. So users never need to leave the platform or download the brand's own app. It saves time, it saves phone space and eliminates the biggest barrier that can often prevent brands and consumers from ever connecting. Consumers can find out about a brand's mini program in any one of the following ways. Number one, they can search for the mini program or app within WeChat itself then follow the official brand account. These official accounts are essential for brands to create and share their content, with users now expecting this reassurance and validation before they engage. Secondly, social sharing of mini programs is heavily incentivized and popular, leveraging the network power of social media behavior to prompt users to share their favorite mini programs with friends and family. Thirdly, offline in-store. QR codes are the ingenious solution to China's cultural challenges of multiple languages and complex alphabets and are understood even in less developed parts of the country where many people may still be unable to read. The simplicity of scanning a graphic has been used consistently over the last 10 years, so the approach is universally understood and accepted. As an example of how useful these mini-programs can be, some months after the launch, Brennan shared his favourites, which included useful services such as translating from English to Mandarin or vice versa. Once installed, the mini-program gives brands the flexibility they need to run extensive marketing activity. From a loyalty perspective, while points-based programmes are still widely used, such as McDonald's, Many Chinese consumers still primarily prefer discounts as a result of their shopping culture, which traditionally encouraged active negotiation. We discussed the importance of member discounts in another loyalty article, where we reviewed Alibaba's VIP program, which offers increasing levels of discounts at varying tier levels to paying subscribers. Perhaps most famously, Brennan mentioned how China's digital super apps have been the key channel driving the many online shopping festivals running year-round, which savvy Chinese consumers absolutely love. Most famously, on November the 11th, the single shopping day has now become the largest offline and online shopping day in the world. From a loyalty strategy perspective, we also discussed how digital brands such as Luckin Coffee, the Starbucks Challenger brand, make extensive use of simple games, social sharing and referral programs 
as we discussed previously, but still relies heavily on coupons and instant rewards to drive its activations and ongoing engagement for stores. Luckin Coffee is one of the retail stores that is completely cashless, as we discussed in our previous article. And Brennan shared some fascinating reasons for this from his own research, with almost half of Chinese consumers admitting that they simply no longer carry cash. They know that the super app mobile payment services, Alipay and WeChat Pay, will work everywhere. It's worth noting that while China is leading this mobile payments revolution, in the US, the importance of choice is still seemingly essential, with customers and regulators in the US earlier forcing leading retailers such as Sweetgreen and Amazon Go to actually reverse their previous cashless policies and accept cash in their stores. We also discussed data protection. Another critical understanding needed to effectively run any loyalty program is clear guidelines on how individual countries expect brands to manage their customers' personal data. With vastly different expectations and guidelines in the US and Europe, I was curious to know what's required in China. Data protection in China is covered by recent legislation included and introduced in 2017 to protect Chinese consumers, known as the China Internet Security Law, which Brennan describes as not as strict as GDPR, but stronger than the approach in the US. We then looked at the McDonald's loyalty program specifically in China. While it seems that many retail brands still issue plastic loyalty cards in China, the super apps are clearly paving the way for exclusively digital programs. Launched in 2018, McDonald's China already boasts over 75 million members of its loyalty program and in May 2019 announced they had fully integrated it with Alibaba's delivery platform, LME. Users of the massive delivery service can join McDonald's loyalty program with just one click and instantly enjoy a generous reward of vouchers worth approximately $12.80. It's a superb example of new retail, with McDonald's loyalty program in China now rewarding customers for their purchases across all channels equally. And who doesn't love one-click registration? I found it exciting to discover that McDonald's has chosen China as its first global market to launch a full loyalty points program, whereas elsewhere it still only rewards McCafe customers, not restaurant diners, despite rumours and promises in the past few years in both the US and UK markets. Other global restaurant chains quoted as linking their loyalty programmes to the Alibaba delivery platform include Burger King, Dairy Queen and Papa John's, all of which reported higher sales in the 30 days that followed their launch. In closing, we looked at Chinese platforms moving and expanding beyond China. With such powerful features and engaged users, it's not surprising that convenience retailers around the world are increasingly accepting both Alipay and WeChat Pay including 7-Eleven in Canada, Malaysia and Singapore, among others. The global expansion is being described as a service for Chinese tourists as they travel around the world. 
However, with the sheer simplicity on offering these super apps, I for one would be only too happy to sign up if and when they are available in lieu of the library of services I use currently. I love the simplicity and sophistication they offer and clearly there are lessons to be learned and leverage no matter where we are around the world. Thank you for listening to this audio article from Liquid Barcodes. Please subscribe to our weekly podcast on your favorite platform and we will continue to share new and exciting articles for you to listen to every week.